Welcome everybody to the My Late Morris podcast with uh, myself, Sam Graham, Ben Howard, Bailey Lewis, it's your boy Sam Kelly, and Zach Waite. Back I've again. actually seen this, seen this, this movie. movie. <laughs> Tune in last time, you know that Zach didn't actually watch the film we were reviewing. So, it's a terrific start to the podcast. Um, this podcast, we talk all things movies, and today we're talking Into the Wild which is a terrific movie from 2007. Directed by Sean Penn. Directed by Sean Penn. So, all right. Who wants to say what the movie was about? Give us the synopsis, Baz. Uh, Chris McCandles list. Uh, He's got no candles. (laughs) (laughs) What a fool does it. Uh, He has no things because he leaves it all behind and heads off into the wilderness. And that was good. I was I'm a big good. fan of that, honestly. That was a good that well, was a description. Good I love this movie. It's one of my favorite films. I um I was actually I'm gonna take all the credit. I, I was the one that told Nobes to watch this movie. And he did. Bro. I can I can concur. <laughs> I told him about ninety <laughs> times last year over the course of a month to watch it, and he finally did, and now it's like his favourite film or something like that. Second favourite film. His first one's probably like Back to the Future or some nerdy shit like that. So <laughs> Sorry, fellas. <laughs> yeah, no, I really enjoyed the movie as well. Um I had to study it for English, so I obviously no, <laughs> I I had to study it for English, so I've watched the movie about maybe ten or eleven times now. Really? Um, yeah, it's a really good movie. I really enjoyed it. Sweet. Yeah. All right, Ben, what do you got for us? Um, I like this movie. I didn't really admire it, admire it as you guys did, I think, because it's very <laughs> sorry for my sorry for my opinion. But uh, there is there is there is something there is some things that are absolutely amazing in this movie, like. Uh, I could start off with the cinematography, uh, the score, but we'll get back to that later because we know that's going to be a big part of what we're going to be talking about. So um, back to Sam and he can start us off with what we want to talk about. All right. So first, I just want to start off with the, uh, I don't know, kind of the aesthetic of this movie. It's really good. Like the, The yeah, the vibe it gives that he, because it could, and this is probably more to do with his performance, but it could come across that Chris is just an idiot, but mm. he's really not that because he's um, very aware of what he's doing and the consequences no, yeah. that could come along with it. He, he's passionate. He's, he's passionate. very passionate. He's naturalistic. He's like What they originally wanted to make it about was uh, they'd bounce back between his parents and him, like them searching for him, which just would have made the movie terrible mm. because it would have made them seem like the good guys. But the way they did it, it just, it just focused on him, makes it... Uh, easier to connect with Chris Chris yeah <laughs> or Alex. I know what you mean yeah I know what you mean Alexander Super Tramp Super Tramp Super known. Tramp one of uh, the most interesting parts of this movie is through the use of a not the use uh, it's not part of the movie really it's um the documentary Call of the Wild which is about the actual guy and both the making of the movie and the book and what actually happened to What's his name? Chris McCandless. Yeah. And, um... He's Candles, by the way. Yeah, that's... Yeah, we've noticed. <laughs> we've said that before. No, Candles for Chris is the original name of the movie. Yeah, this is a true oh, story, by the way. Yeah. Story, yeah. And um, one of the most interesting things Spoilers. is how in that documentary... Have any of you guys seen it? No, I haven't seen it. So, well, listen. Um, <laughs> I won't go on about it too long because it's just, just, it's just me talking. But, um, yeah, it's... The parents don't see them, like, because a huge part of the movie is him running away, not exclusively because of his parents, but that is a big part of it, of the, them being abusive towards each other, really. Like, it's not just the dad on the mum or... Less him, yeah. yeah. And so, less... Yeah, and so the documentary really 
like they talk to his sister and everything and talk about like what happened, how she was like, I know how much he hated it and how much it hurt him and everything. But the parents don't see it like that. They're just like, yeah, he hated school. He hated society and everything. But they just, it's so incredible how like sort of closed minded and yeah, ignorant they are. They're trying, we live in a they're society. They're trying to shift the blame from themselves. Exactly. Because really. they don't, they don't want to feel the guilt of the fact that he probably actually did run away because of, not exclusively, yeah, but no. because of them. Like. Yeah, no, and um, in the movie it actually brings into the fact that they're both bastard children because yeah, his, yeah. Cause the husband cheating on the on someone else. On the, yeah. on the, <laughs> on the body misso. That, yeah, but that's said through... Because hang on, Ben, hang on. Oh, okay, Before okay, we move on, okay. I really want to hear what Ben has to say, but can we just say how we've gone from one extreme with... Zach never have watched. <laughs> he's never watched a quiet place to watching this film eleven times. <laughs> so, <laughs> listen, there's there's eleven times Zach. And, there's eleven times Zach and no time Zach. So you decide which is better. Take it away, Ben. Um, yeah, we understand um, his character and why he probably left because they were nearly against his his views because we all remember that car scene where they wanted to buy him the car. But he wanted to keep that car, and he he really said no. Why why would you want a car? Why would you want a car? This is it's the stupidest thing ever. I, no, I'm going to leave now. Like it, it was really it's really moving too because like you knew how strong he was, and he really didn't want anything from his parents to be like in his life. Yeah. Sort of like he didn't want he want he didn't want to look at the car and go look that was from my parents or like yeah. Yeah, no, and also in the movie, I'm not sure if you guys remember, but there was a scene where when he first got the car, he was actually standing on top of it yeah. and like showing it off. Mm. And his parents were like, oh, the, the neighbors, the neighbors, the neighbors will say bad the things about us. <laughs> the neighbors. <laughs> yeah, I do remember that scene actually. Yeah, no, and this just shows how like they don't care about like how he actually earned the car. It's, it's, it's more, it's more materialistic yeah. than anything. All right, I don't want to come across like I'm talking too much because I'm talking a fair bit. But one of the things I really like in this movie is he's obviously in different parts of America throughout yeah. the movie and he gets kind of uh, like role models every time, maybe like f- kind of yeah. like father figures every time. He's got like, yeah. he's got his boss. I can't quite remember. His Vince name. Vaughn. Vince well, Vaughn. Vi- we'll call him Vince Vaughn. He's kind of... Wayne. Ju- Wayne. Wayne. And, they're oh, <laughs> and he's also got the hippies. The hippies. What's he got? He's got the hippies. He's got the old man. Yeah. yeah. How and old? I think, he was amazing. I think how, how they're old all. Yeah, they, the old man was so good. They all come from like different walks of so life. The character of old man. <laughs> hey, I'm trying to be serious. Here. <laughs> Sorry, no, and they all come from different walks of life, but uh, the way they kind of interact with him, and they kind of, because I feel like, yeah, it's unique every time, and I feel like not all of them quite understand him, but they're at least a lot more understanding than at least his parents were. Um, yeah, no, and that also brings into the fact at the movie at the end when he realizes that like how he says like something like happiness is only shared, only 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 experience when it's shared, yeah, and because like he's trying to run away from society and be isolated and alone, but he always seems to just bring people in because of his like personality and, and stuff like that. Admit it, but yeah. No. yeah, but he finally realizes at the end. Um. Yeah, uh, I think I'd, I'd love to bring it to one of the most essential parts of this movie and a bit that I think we everyone agrees on is the soundtrack. No, oh, 100%. Oh, Absolutely amazing. By Eddie, by Eddie Vedder, lead singer of Pearl Jam. He's, um, really? Yeah. He's, it's incredible. Like, some of the songs, uh, like, I 
watch this movie it almost progresses as the film goes on as well like the tone between each song sort of shifts it's more upbeat at the start than as it gets to the end it gets more like like psychedelic and slower and yeah, well, because like at the start, there's I'm a, I will go into a bit of specifics. Like, there's sort of to say what Bailey's saying. Like, it started off with sort of hard sun that song mm. that's like it's really uplifting and like gets you excited to go on an adventure. And then the song Rise happens, which is sort of in the middle of the movie where it's sort of like it's it's like I'm gonna rise up, and so it's sort of like it's a very sad song, but the lyrics are quite it's mm. a very happy song, but yeah. the lyrics are quite sad. And then the, one of the last ones is a song called Long Nights, which is one of the saddest songs depressing. it's so depressing it's yeah. such a good song but it's like it, it listening to the soundtrack sort of feels like you're watching the movie yeah like, it's, it's so resemb- like resemblant like. yeah yeah no and also um, like from at the start of the movie like as you were saying like the tone's very uplifting and yeah. very happy about it but like as the movie progresses on he slowly realises that like he actually's in over his head and mm. it starts to turn yeah. a lot more dark and depressing and right at like the very end he sort of because each each mm. uh, different chapter is about like like the first ones are oh yeah yeah uh, each chapter is like about a different like the first ones are a new birth and then it's adolescence and then it's manhood mm-hmm. but it's sort of by the end he's it's narrated by his sister yeah yeah, yeah. or the actor plays Malone, she's really good. he um by the end he's sort of grown up and he tra- like he he changes back into Chris almost and like decides to go back but can't but mm. so it's it's sort of like with the music and that it it's like him growing up again but in his own sort of way yeah that that like you could say the end it's very sad but as he's dying you can you're sort of happy because you know he really he's done what he he's did. done what he's wanted but yeah, and then when the song comes back on you know you know you're thinking oh he should have got home back to his parents and we yeah. see that flashback we yeah. see the flashback and when he's in his parents arms but he didn't really love that did he he he, he he knew we wanted to be there, but he knew that um, this is what's right. And, well... Yeah. Yeah. I like how it also doesn't come across like, oh, well, shit, now I can't cross the river. Because yeah. it's like, it's like, ah, oh, well, it is what it is. I made this choice. And it's like, you made your own bed. Now you have to, like, sleep in it. Like, he's like he's okay with it. He would rather it be one way, but he's not. Like He never once complains. Not that he really has anyone to complain to. Um, I think I'm really interested to hear because me, Sam, Zach, and Bailey all have just about the same opinion of the movie. I think. Um, but ben, <laughs> ben, I'm really interested to hear what didn't work. Yeah, this for you is what I was movie. just about to say. Um, so I thought the pace, like the pacing, and how the movie set up in its chapters, like it really it jumped around a bit, a bit. Like the only time I could feel where the chapters came into place was when. Uh, you see him wanting to cross the river. It's the rapids, but you see the hat on the stick and you know that's he, what he put in the start from the hippies. So he's sort of creating his own wrong by going back to that. But yeah, I, see, I see what you mean. It, does, it is a little bit confusing, like editing wise. Yeah, it is very and confusing. With the... Wait, sorry. Just, yeah, I'll say that again. I don't know if you say um, Yeah, at the, at this, like, mo- for about half of the movie, you sort of don't know what's going on edit it because it cuts back and forth between Sorry, the um okay cool because it makes it buzz it, it sets it sets the mood oh yeah <laughs> 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 Okay, sorry for that weird break. Uh, but uh, yeah, no. 
Okay, sorry, sorry for that. Sorry for that weird edit. We got interrupted. We'll uh, wrap it up in a sec. Bailey just wants to say something. I've got so many notes. It doesn't age very well uh, at at times either. There's some just of the effects are a bit and a bit. Some of the dialogue, which isn't the most important part, is pretty good, but not good. Yeah. Like it's pretty crappy, but. Apart Did, from that, yeah. it's it's an excellent a film. It, a lot of it is very realistic in the fact that, like, a lot of the dialogue is what he wrote. Like, yeah, yeah, is yeah. the stuff, and so I think I can see, sorry, I can see how like the dialogue would be a bit weird. But when like reading how he wrote, it's also very accurate yeah. to like how some of the other characters. Yeah, uh, you're right. Are a bit weird in how they talk and everything. Yeah. They're a bit cliche with like some, the hippies and stuff they... like that. But but um, yeah, no, it's very it's very interesting. Yeah. Before we actually have to go, because we cannot not go to this podcast and not mention Hal Holbrook's performance as Ron. The old man. That that yeah, the old man. His that scene in the car where he says, "We've done our research." That is probably one of the saddest scenes in movie history. That made me cry. That's so sad. Which bit? When they're in the car. car He he said, "Let me adopt you," because he knew he was not coming back from Alaska. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That made me cry. All right, well, I'm going to end it here, everybody. I um, promise you will Listen, there'll be more episodes of this, surely. Not maybe with this whole crew, but Zach, come on, give us give us the outro, buddy. Yeah, no, nah, I really enjoyed this podcast, boys. I I hope I get to be a guest again on it. Nah. Yeah, we, didn't have, we never actually called you the guest, but Zach is the guest. Yeah, I'm a guest. He's the guest. I'm the yeah. first on the guest as well, yep. Yeah. So, yeah, I know, right? Give me a round of applause, boys. Love me. <laughs> so now now for Bailey's riff that definitely isn't another song by someone else. Yeah, hit it, Mac DeMarco. <laughs> <laughs> again, again. Bye.